Meanwhile, back on the farm, we're losing a generation of respect, integrity, and honor, a generation who were not afraid of hard work and sacrifice, and my dad is that generation, and he joins us right now on the Drew Marshall Show. Meanwhile, back in the farm with Mr. Grant Marshall. Papa G, Papa G. Oh, Drew, how are you? I'm well, sir, and how how are you now, as they say? I'm just fine. Everything's fine up here on the hill. All right, on the hill. Now, listen, what we normally do, the Marshalls, is we talk about the weather first. Well, the weather, it's overcast, and uh, it's cold. We are well below zero, and uh, had a little snow last night, but it's all cleared up. But right, right. I think we're into winter. I think we're into winter, by golly. I think we are, we are. It's time to kill the dog and make some gloves. I, uh, <laughs> it, it reminds me of the Royal Winter Fair, because when I used to go to the Royal with some exhibits, uh, We'd take down, you know, in regular boots, and by the time the Royal was over, we'd have to come back up to Orangeville in snow boots. Yes. It always happens uh, that first couple of weeks in November. That's right. Uh, Just before our listeners freak out about my previous comment, I'd like a little context there. Uh, My dad told a story one time on the show about the fact that uh, his dad, my grandpa, needed winter gloves, and the uh, family dog wasn't doing well, and next thing you know, there were winter gloves available. Well, yes, they were uh, they were big uh, winter mitts. Yeah, uh, mitts. With sorry. really no fingers. There was a thumb, and uh, <laughs> they would go well up his arm, and they were very very cozy and yep. uh, took a took. Uh, the, you know the lines for the teams and away they went. Yeah, and if you couldn't find them, you just call out their name, right? Yes, when you that's right. Where are my gloves? Come here, gloves. Um, I was speaking with your sister yesterday, Ann Elner. Oh yeah. And uh, she she said something about the fact that uh, that this dog maybe got after the neighbor's sheep one time, and uh, that didn't go over well. It uh, could be uh, dogs and sheep sometimes didn't get along. Uh, they, uh, you know, they the dogs. Once they got a taste of the, the sheep or something, they would bother them, and then the the sheep would get bothered, and they uh, maybe jump over fences and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, goodness. What about uh, back in the day when you were? Let's see. How old would you have been when World War Two was happening? I was six. I was six. Okay. And I quite remember the Second World War because it started in '39 and went to '45. And yeah. the uh, the First World War, of course, my dad's brother Harold was in it, and then the Second World War came along, and my mother's brother Archie was in that one, and then of course you and I know about the Afghanistan and. Our nephew, uh, David, was uh, in that theater. In fact, he, he went back twice. But they all survived, and they came home and started careers uh, all over again. And, of course, uh, moms, my, my mom and your your uh, first wife's uh, um, sister's husband, so my uncle Ernie, was was he not in the Korean War? He, uh, yes, I think he was. Yeah. Through, yeah. Uh, Ernie, and he never really wanted to talk about it, because, and I, we can understand that. Sure. It was past, and uh, it, it was something that he never really brought up. No, no. And uh, my cousin David, of course, an MP with uh, with the military yeah. these days. And he's, you know, it's kind of funny, the, the marshals and, and the, I guess all our family, uh, maybe it's a country people thing. You know, Cousin David doesn't really want to no. talk about this stuff too much either. No, no, he doesn't. And 
he now is up at Base Borden and uh, does what he does there. But yep. no, he's not. Uh, he's not very open about it. No. Dad, back in the time when you were a youngster, you said you were how old again? Uh, six? I was six when it started, and we were soon into what they called rationing. The The war effort was on, and things, uh, everyday things became uh, rationed. Uh, uh, foodstuffs, uh, gasoline, tires, all were earmarked for the war effort, and... Uh, the people uh, had to uh, had to skimp and uh, and help out uh, with what was going on overseas. So, do you remember, uh, you know, vividly any of that sort of? Oh, I wish we would have more food, or I wish we could do this, or you know, was there any real struggle for you guys on the farm? Well, not really, Drew. Other than uh, we had to be very careful with uh, with tires we just didn't go out and buy a tire so we had to be sure that they were in good shape and then gasoline for tractors and things like that uh, it was certainly on ration Mm -hmm. and i remember and and (laughs) it was colored the gasoline was colored for farm use so you daresn't put the odd gallon in the car (laughs) if you were caught it was colored (laughs) so they they you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't use gasoline for uh, domestic use no what about the news did you ever hear much in the news about the war well we did uh, we 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 always got a paper uh, at our farm the globe and mail always came out of course it was a day late but the fact of the matter is the uh, we knew three of three of our local uh, lads were in that war and uh, we we kind of had certainly an interest in how they were doing, and all three of them came back, and, and there was a big party, a D-Day party for these three fellows uh, down in the Huckley Village, and everybody went, and flags were flown, and and uh, good times were had, and, yeah, and and the glass was raised. Yeah, but you were too young to drink, Dad. Oh, heavens, yeah. I, I, I got to go, but that was about it. <laughs> and the drinks were colored, so he couldn't anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. He's still are today. <laughs> um, and then uh, who was the, so Grandpa's brother, what was Uncle who? Uncle Harold? Uncle Harold, yes. And that was World War One. That's right. There's a picture floating around uh, with him in uniform and with uh, his mother. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were at a fall fair, I think, and uh, he's in uniform and quite proudly of it mm-hmm. uh, at this fall fair. And Grandma, his mother, was showing a, a, a horse in the fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, look, uh, Dad, we, our generation... Uh, uh, anyone really in the last uh, sort of 40 years or whatever, we don't get it. We really don't get it. Whatever wars we hear about are fought over there. The last time we maybe even felt an inkling of something like a war would have been, what, maybe 9-11? Tim, what do you think? Uh, I really remember being impacted by the first um, Gulf War. Oh, yeah. George Bush Sr. I remember right. driving home from university and officially it started and I just... The news coverage, some, the Scud missiles. Yeah, uh, I felt that pain in my footage. gut like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This well, is just real. A few, uh, just a few hours ago on TV, of course, uh, the ceremony at uh, in Ottawa. And I always like to catch it on TV and it, it is quite a, a moving ceremony. 
and uh, thousands of people gather at the Cenotaph there in Ottawa. And uh, tributes are, are said and wreaths are laid and uh, they have a silver cross mother whose son was lost and uh, uh, the dignitaries and uh, it's pretty well a whole hour of, of uh, tributes to the to the fallen soldiers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, and, and around the around the outside of course the, there's pictures of of the veterans that are left and in most cases you know they're well in their 90s from that second world war um, dad, uh, let's. Uh, by the way, I just want to remind our listeners we're speaking with my dad, Grant Marshall, and this is a segment we call "Meanwhile Back on the Farm." It turns out to be the most popular segment on the show. And as usual, I'm living in the shadow of my father. Um, just kidding. Uh, dad, uh, winter time on the farm. Just before we say goodbye to you, uh, I know we've talked about this before, but let's just bring our listeners up to speed who may not have heard you rattle on about winter on the farm. Well, winter on the farm started just pretty well about November. Yeah. And, of course, it went right through till first part of uh, April. And we had snow. There was a snow built up in Orangeville and all through that country and uh, they don't have the snow today, but we certainly did. They talk about the snow up to the telephone poles, but our lane, our driveway, uh, we called it a lane, was always plugged solid the second snowstorm. And mm-hmm. and then we took to the fields. The fields with the horses uh, had uh, the sleighs and, uh, and the cutters and uh, from the, the gap from field to field and out onto the road. And yeah. It, it was quite a... <laughs> And those myths came in pretty handy. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Um, okay, and then getting to school, though, Dad, I mean, was it, uh, did you look forward, some kids when they're young and winter comes, they look they look forward to it. They want to play and they get to, you know, build snowmen and snowball fights and that kind of thing. But you had to walk 73 miles to school uphill well, both ways quite, through 10 no. feet of snow. <laughs> no, not quite. The, the skis came out. I always had a good pair of skis, didn't really have boots as we know them today but we made do with what we had and uh, off we'd go through the fields to ski and the the school was really just the next farm to us so it wasn't a real journey but uh, coming home after four o'clock the sun would be setting and it was a cool little journey coming back to the house yeah yeah and then and of course in our farm home uh, drew uh, the only heat that we had was from the uh, cook stove, and I just don't know how it uh, heated uh, the, the rooms that it did, but uh, the cook stove, and there was lots of wood in the woodshed, and uh, we got through the each and every winter. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a life uh, that many people would will never know. No, uh, really. no. It's, uh, when I think here, I'm sitting in my family room here at the house, and it, uh, I can reminisce, and uh, this this little uh, segment that you have certainly makes me think of, you know, of my past. It's meanwhile back in the farm with my dad, Grant Marshall. Dad, uh, happy Remembrance Day to you, and of course yes. we'll see you tomorrow. You and I are uh, participating in a funeral of a family friend. Yes, we are. So, so we'll see you tomorrow, sir. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank Thanks, you. Bruce. Bye, Dad. Bye, bye, and bye, Tim too. Oh, see you Tim. later, Papa Grant.